This is the Joyful Weight Loss Podcast, and I'm your host, Sarah Wells, MD. Listen in each week, and I'll share from science and scriptures that encourage you in how to cultivate healthy habits so you can lose extra weight and gain more health while cultivating joy. Be sure you are following the podcast so you don't miss an episode. Now, let's dive into this week's topic. Hello and welcome back. I hope that everyone is doing well. Um, So today is kind of part two of a three-part series, so to speak, on weight regain. So last week, I talked about what the common um, causes of weight regain seem to be, according to the medical literature, according to what, um, you know, all the studies seem to show us about what tends to happen with weight regain. I talked about the prevalence of weight regain, how common it is. It's quite common. Um, And today I'm going to dive into what have I learned about weight maintenance across four years of maintaining Um, about a 90 pound weight loss. And then what changed for me in the last year, because as I've mentioned, it appears that I've slowly gained about 16 pounds across the last year or so. And, you know, what happened that changed where I was not maintaining well, what can I learn from that? Maybe this will help you and what you're doing. And this, this is kind of what, what I've learned about weight maintenance. This information is for educational and informational purposes only and solely as a self-help tool for your own use. I am not providing medical, psychological, or nutrition therapy advice. You should not use this information to diagnose or treat any health problems or illnesses without consulting your own medical practitioner. Always seek the advice of your own medical practitioner and or mental health provider about your specific health situation. For my full disclaimer, please go to www.joyfulweightloss.com forward slash disclaimer. So I've talked about some, to some extent, weight maintenance in previous episodes. One um, episode I discussed one of the things that seems to lean toward weight maintenance, which is um, self-efficacy, just the belief and the certainty that you can maintain a weight loss being important, according to one study. Um, and And then last week, I reviewed all these things that tends to lead or that commonly lead toward weight regain. And as I mentioned last week, weight regain is very common. Um, In the meta-analysis I mentioned, there were 29 long-term weight loss studies, and it showed that more than half of the lost weight was regained by two years. And by five years, more than 80% of the lost weight was regained. So what is it that worked for me? As I mentioned, I had about four years where I really maintained really well, my weight loss. And I had a significant weight loss, 90 pounds through lifestyle changes. Um, And I've talked, you know, obviously a lot about the things that I did to lose weight. Um, In this podcast, I changed a lot of my habits, I changed my lifestyle. I'm so grateful that um, I I had um, the ability to learn what I did and and be educated in medicine and and nutrition, and also grateful for um, God given me the ability to understand what to do and um, to have the confidence to move forward in making these changes. So I'm so grateful for that, um, which is why I share on this podcast because I know that um, this is these are tools that any of you can use to find success in weight loss. Um, but what specifically helped me maintain that? Looking back, what can I see that seemed to work really well? Well, I will tell you, 
some of the things that worked well um, did kind of go against what those common weight regain things were that I mentioned. So basically, the things I went through last week that are common causes of weight regain, um, I was definitely doing things to counter those as I look back over that list. You know, um, for example, I talked about um, how one of the things we could do to combat the um, neuroendocrine messaging is exercise. And I definitely exercised very um, consistently and um, regularly. And, you know, it was it was definitely a big factor in weight maintenance for me because not only did I um, exercise to the extent that it probably, I'm guessing, helped in the neuroendocrine signaling that potentially could have caused regain for me, it also kind of gave me an identity shift in that I identified as somebody who exercised. I had, I kind of thought, of, I began to think of myself differently is what I mean. I thought of myself as an athlete of sorts. You know, I, I trained and ran two marathons during that time. That doesn't mean I'm not saying you need to run marathons to maintain your weight loss, but finding some new way of viewing yourself um, and what you can do physically, you know, thinking of yourself as an athlete instead of thinking of yourself as a, you know, like a dieter or somebody who wants to lose weight or lost weight, just thinking of yourself as someone who um, is an athlete you know, having that shift of thought, that's something that helped me quite a bit. Um, and, you know, the other thing definitely that was helpful was maintaining regular, um, you know, logs of my weight. You know, I rate, I weighed pretty much daily most of the time, I think through that four years. And I kept a, a log of that. I, I very regularly weighed. I think I probably, I'm sure I missed some days here and there, but for most of that four year period, I was very regular in keeping, um, a, a watch on my weight so that if it fluctuated, I knew um, if it if it went more than five pounds, I needed to kind of look at my habits and see what was slipping. Um, so that that was very helpful. I also um, one thing that definitely helped me in weight maintenance was as I made changes to lose weight, I th- I did it in a way that um, added on habits that I wanted to keep long term. I didn't do things to the way I ate or the way I exercised that were just for the short term. I made choices to add behaviors that I would enjoy long term. Now, that doesn't mean I necessarily enjoyed them right away. Like there was some discipline involved in starting exercise that wasn't always easy. And it still sometimes isn't easy. But once it becomes routine, it can become enjoyable. So adding that in and making it and thinking of it as an enjoyable thing, as a treat to myself, uh, as something to look forward to, that mental shift happened. Um, And you know, those those are things that definitely help me with weight loss maintenance. Well, and if those things were so helpful to me, and I, I know I've talked in other episodes about other things that worked for me, but now I want to talk about, well, what is it this past year? How did I end up with 16 pounds of weight gain? What, what changed um, after so long in maintenance? Well, looking back at things, I can see a couple things that happened. One thing that happened was I had an injury. Um, about a little over a year before I recognized that I had definitely gained 16 pounds, I actually injured my knee. And as I mentioned last week, having a health status change, like an injury or an illness, is one of the things that seems to prompt weight regain for, for a number of people. So for me, I do think that having an injury that decreased my ability to run definitely played a part in 
me regaining some weight. Now, did it mean that I had to regain? No, no, I probably could have strategically take a better notice of, you know, my activity levels and done something to counter that decrease. Um, But for me, what it looked like is, you know, and I will say that the knee injury I had didn't happen while running. I have to add that caveat. Yes, I've run two marathons. I did also at one point have a running streak that lasted, oh, I don't know, more than 500 days. I don't remember how long it was right now, but um, I ran a lot. Um, but I didn't get injured running. I actually was loading groceries into the back of my car at Target and twisted my knee somehow in such a way that it was not happy. And I really had to lay off running um, consistently for quite a while while I did physical therapy and um, just gave it some time um, to heal. And it did heal. I didn't need surgery. And it's definitely in a much better place now. And I am currently able to run consistently again. I'm running three days a week about 30 minutes a day. Um, I haven't pushed distance because I'm not quite ready to do that yet. I want to be sure that I'm just doing well. I don't want to cause any kind of flare up in the knee because I'm definitely enjoying being able to run again. But all that being said, it's clear to me that when I injured my knee and I had to find, I did right away look for alternatives to running to make sure that I was still active. Um, you know, I, I walked a lot. I incorporated regular walks. I often carried weights in my hands while I walked. I also incorporated more cycling on my stationary cycle. Um, I did more of that. I did, I added in more weightlifting, weight training for a period of time. Um, I did all those things and, and I do think that that is why I did not gain more. Um, but I probably could have, um, found a way to exercise the same amount. I definitely was not getting the same volume of exercise. Um, as I had when I was running, um, just because I enjoyed running so much, I just loved loved doing it. So it was easier to have a higher volume than it was walking. Walking for some reason, I think it I, I, I could learn to embrace it more, um, and that's probably something I could could work on. But um, so injury definitely was a factor for me. Um, not only that, um, I think I probably lost some muscle mass with not running. Um, I did, you know, later in the year begin weight training more and and really ramped that up, which I think probably helped. But um, when you know I stopped doing as much running, I definitely had a change in my body composition where I probably um, lost some of those running running muscles, and so my overall energy my energy needs for my body probably dropped some because I didn't have those same muscles burning at the rate that they were. And um, that probably also contributed to gaining some extra fat. So that is the first thing that happened is I think this injury. The second thing that I believe contributed to my weight regain was habit creep. At least that's what I'm calling it, habit creep. I'm I'm pretty sure I grew less vigilant over the last year. Um, I think that during that time, um, there are, I just kind of, you know, I mentioned last week, there's that whole set point fallacy, the idea that once we lose the weight, we're just, it'll be easy to stay there. And I think after four years of maintenance, I kind of had this like, oh, I'm good. You know, I've got the habits down, you know, kind of this, I got maybe lackadaisical. Uh, because as I look back, I can see that I definitely allowed um, a habit of not listening as carefully to my hug- hunger signaling um, to kind of creep back in. There were times I know I added in some snacking when I wasn't hungry. Um, and I'm, and I know that was a habit that I really worked hard to get rid of when I lost weight and while I was initially maintaining. So the habit creep for me looked like adding in some snacks here and there and also in probably not stopping 
when I was satisfied at um, meals as frequently. I think I overate at meals more than I had been during maintenance. So those are the kind of habits that sort of creeped in on me. The other habit that I think contributed to my weight regain was that I, as I mentioned before, in my successful years, I know that I was weighing very consistently, if not daily. And I do, you know, this is something I do um, think really helps with in the weight loss phase is daily weighing. Um, And I also think it's important after weight loss and maintenance. And that's because, you know, the longer we spread out time between weigh-ins on a scale, just the more emotional drama and stories we tell ourselves kind of jump in the more time there is. If there's just a daily weight and it's taken as a data point and a fact, all right, here's the weight, here's the weight. Every day we take a weight. There's just not as much, it's, there's just not as much drama attached to it. There's only one day in there. And, you know, it really can give you the data you need to, first of all, look for weight trends whether you're trending up or trending down, because you really need a lot of data points to find trends versus if you're just weighing once a week, who knows if that's the trend or if you're just catching yourself on a day you happen to be retaining water or on a day you happen to be dehydrated. Like it's a lot harder to get a consistent and and big understanding of where you actually are in terms of your um, overall fat loss when you're only weighing once a week. Um, And also there's more room for just emotional drama surrounding getting on the scale each time. If you're getting on the scale every day, there's less stress involved for for most people. So, um, you know, and not everyone may agree with that. That's just my opinion. But um, what I can see is that during this past year, I could, I, I, I can see looking back that I weighed less frequently. And I, I was doing that because I think I subconsciously realized that it was just creeping up and I didn't really want to look, you know? Um, and so that increased the drama. So the longer I'd wait between weigh-ins, the more emotional um, barrier there was for me to weighing again. And so going back to daily weighing has been very, very helpful. And I'll talk more about that next week. Um, but that has been very helpful. So I think part of what caused my weight regain was kind of not, not routinely weighing, um, on the scale because when you weigh routinely, you can see when you're up and when you're trending up and make adjustments to your habits because our weight does not determine our value. Our weight determines whether our habits are working for our health or not. So having that um, objective number helps me see, are my habits working or are there habits that I need to address? Um, and that was that opportunity was lost when I didn't weigh daily and regularly. So I think that was another thing that contributed to my weight regain. So, um, and last of all, one thing I looking at overall, I think I you know, I've, I grew a lot in terms of understanding what worked for my health and what didn't work for my health. I've, you know, over the years of weight loss and weight maintenance. Um, but one thing I know that contributed to weight gain is I need to go deeper in understanding my desires for eating unhealthy foods. Cause there are still desires that exist. Absolutely. I still want to eat unhealthy foods sometimes. I want to overeat sometimes. And I kind of want to go deeper in looking at those desires and what's driving them. Why do I have those desires? And can I get rid of those desires? Can I somehow rid myself of them? That's a question I don't know the answer to. It may be that, you know, my whole life I may deal with those desires. I may have to combat the desire to overeat, the desire to 
eat for emotional reasons, I may have to combat that for life. Um, that's quite possible. Or perhaps that's something that I can address a better way. That's something I'm looking into. Um, but I think that contributes to weight regain. Um, it's there. So that's the other thing, the other factor um, for me. So um, all that being said, that's that's a lot of information. That's what I have learned about um, what seems to have led to my regain of 16 pounds over the last year. Also, as you heard, I learned a lot about weight maintenance across the four years that I maintained my loss. And I'm still, you know, looking at it, maintaining a very large weight loss. So I'm I'm really seeing this. I'm grateful that I've been successful with maintaining that large amount. I'm also grateful that I'm catching myself now at this point, um, instead of waiting and and having to catch myself when I've regained more. So I'm I'm grateful for both of those things. And I'm looking at this, how can I move forward from a place of gratitude? I think that's a healthy place to start when we're dealing with weight regain, instead of starting at a place of reproach or shame. Um, So that's where I'm at next week, tune back in and I'm going to talk through what I've been doing to address this um, regain and how I'm moving forward into my current active weight loss um, work again. So I hope you all have a great week and tune in next week for more. Thank you for joining me today. If you've enjoyed this, I'm going to ask you to do a couple of things. First, please leave a review for me. This is how people find the podcast. Secondly, y'all sharing is caring. You can actually easily share this episode or a podcast entirely with a friend. Just text it to them. Lastly, if you're looking for more encouragement and direction from me, go sign up for my free newsletter. It's called The Extra Helping. You can go to www.joyfulweightloss.com. That's joyful spelled with two L's. And then when you're there, click on The Extra Helping to sign up. That's all for now, y'all. Don't forget to be sure you're subscribed and tune in again next week for more.